Let's turn together to the Word of God, and we're turning to John, John's Gospel, and to chapter 10, John's Gospel, and to chapter 10. John chapter 10, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. When he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. This parable spake Jesus unto them, But they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is a hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth. And the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. The hireling fleeth because he is a hireling and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring. They shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd." Therefore doth my father love me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it again. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my father. There was a division, therefore, again among the Jews for these sayings, and many of them said, He hath a devil, and is mad, why hear ye him? Others said, These are not the words of him that hath a devil. Can a devil open the eyes of the blind? And it was at winter, and it was at Jerusalem, the feast of the dedication, and it was winter. And Jesus walked in the temple in Solomon's porch. Then came the Jews round about him and said unto him, How long dost thou make us to doubt? If thou be the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you. And ye believe not. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But ye believe not, because ye are not of my sheep. As I said unto you, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father, which gave them me, is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. I and my father are one. 
Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, Many good works have I showed you from my father. For which of those works do ye stone me? The Jews answered him, saying, For a good work we stone thee not, but for blasphemy, because that thou, being a man, makest thyself God. And Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I said, ye are gods? If he called them gods, unto whom the word of God came, then the scripture cannot be broken. Say ye of him, whom the Father hath sanctified and sent into the world, thou blasphemest, because I said, I am the Son of God. If I do not the works of my Father, believe me not. But if I do, though ye believe not me, believe the works, that ye may know and believe that the Father is in me, and I in him. Therefore they sought again to take him, but he escaped out of their hand, and went away again beyond Jordan unto the place where John at first baptized, and there he abode. And many resorted unto him, and said, John did no miracle, but all things that John spake of this man were true, and many believed on him there. Amen. Again, we give thanks to the Lord for the reading of his word. Let's unite our hearts again in prayer. <clears throat> Eternal Father, as we open the scriptures this morning, we pray for enlightenment. We pray, Lord, for understanding. We pray that we might be they who hear the voice of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, that we might follow thee. We pray, our Father, that thou wilt lead us. We pray, Lord, that we might be led into green pastures beside the still waters, that we might know the blessings of the Lord, that we might be gathered together unto that great pasture. And, Lord, we pray that thou wilt deliver us from the teeth of the lion and of the bear and from the wolf. And, Lord, we pray that thou wilt help us to be strengthened in our lives. Help us, Father, we pray thee to understand what the gospel is also, and that we might trust in the Lord Jesus Christ who has come, that we might have life, and that we might have it more abundantly. So hear us then, we ask, and continue with us this morning, receiving the praise, the honor, and the glory unto thyself, for thou art worthy. And Lord, we pray that we might praise thee. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> I want to take as my text, although we'll be considering other parts of this passage of scripture, but as my text, verses 7 and 9, where the Lord Jesus says unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. And again, verse 9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. We read together from Ezekiel as well as in John and chapter 10. And in Ezekiel, we saw how the Lord was angry with the shepherds of Israel, uh, that they were making themselves fat and covering themselves with the wool of the sheep, but they had no care for the souls. And uh, the sheep are men, we read at the end of that chapter. And so the Lord Jesus was speaking, or the Lord was speaking not about sheep, but speaking about the men of Israel. And he was speaking about those who should have had the care of Israel, the judges of Israel, uh, those who were the religious leaders of Israel at that time, and the fact that they did not care for the people. <clears throat> the Lord Jesus, of course, when he comes, uh, speaks of being uh, coming to seek and to save that which was lost. And if you were paying attention to Ezekiel, you'll find that it was Jehovah himself who said, I will seek those that are lost. 
And the Lord Jesus, of course, uh, fulfilling those words in his words, uh, was saying that I am the one who has come, that the lost sheep might be gathered, that they might be brought together. And he speaks also of another fold, and that there will be one fold and one shepherd here in this chapter in verse 16. So we have here then a, a picture which is drawn for us of uh, a flock of sheep, uh, that flock being scattered upon the mountains and upon the hills and in many pastures, uh, and that they are lost. And we know that the Lord Jesus, as we have said, has said that he had come to seek and to save that which was lost. But we begin here, as we consider this, with the enemies of the gospel. Because the Lord Jesus, in verse uh, verse 2 of this chapter, says, But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. But just before, in the first verse, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. And then Jesus said again unto them, verse 7, I am the door. But Jesus is speaking about himself as being the only way into fellowship with God, the only way of salvation, that there is no other way. When he says all that came before me, he is not speaking of time, but he is speaking of location. Uh, the word there which is used of the, uh, in the Greek can be taken either way. And here we have a, a location. He is saying those who have come before the door, those who have come up to the door, uh, those who have sought to get through the door, they are all thieves and robbers because unless they enter in by the door, that is through me, then they are thieves and robbers. They are seeking to gather people unto themselves. So there are enemies of Christ. There are enemies of the gospel. There are many who would seek to take uh, the Lord's own sheep, uh, those who hear his voice and seek to distract them and take them away from the shepherd. to seek to destroy them, to cast them down. And we know that there are many attacks upon the people of God, particularly in this country uh, in these days, and particularly through the media uh, which surrounds us in these days uh, and envelops us in such a way. Uh, It's not surprising that the the scripture talks about the prince of the power of the air because uh, the, the power of the wicked one seems to surround us just like the air does. So I want to think about this then, first of all, about the enemies. First of all, the scattering shepherds, the scattering shepherds. Again, in Jeremiah, the Lord uses a similar picture of the fold and of the sheep. And he says there in Jeremiah chapter 23 and in verse 1, Woe be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, saith the Lord. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God of Israel against the pastors that feed my people. Ye have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not visited them. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doings, saith the Lord. Now, the Lord is against the scattering shepherds. And the scattering shepherds are they really who take the sheep and who preach that which is of their own minds and of their own thoughts and who have no uh, drawing power of people to Christ. There is no purpose to bring them into the fold because the fold is always through Christ. So it's important that the preaching of the gospel is always the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Come unto me, Jesus says. 
And if we're not preaching that gospel, that salvation is through Jesus Christ and through Jesus Christ alone, then we are thieves and robbers. It is salvation through Christ alone, not by our works, uh, not by our philosophies, not by our doctrines, not by any of those things, but by Jesus Christ alone. We must come through Jesus Christ. There is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And so there are those who the Lord Jesus is before at this time. And there are those who are seeking to speak against Christ. And they, uh, they have just been speaking to a man who has been healed, who had been blind from birth, and the, that the Pharisees were going to cast him out of the, of the synagogue. And so Jesus in particular is speaking at this time concerning those pastors. He is speaking about those uh, shepherds of Israel of his own day. But of course in Ezekiel he was speaking about those in a past day. So there's a continuation. There's that same spirit within uh, those who have their own doctrines, their own ways, uh, their own philosophies. And who do not turn people to Christ and to Christ alone. The scattering shepherds in Luke 11 and verse 52, the Lord Jesus speaks to those who are the teachers of the law. Woe unto you, lawyers, for ye have taken away the key of knowledge. Ye entered not in yourselves, and them that were entering in ye hindered. Because the law was there to bring us to Christ. The law, as the Apostle Paul tells us in Galatians, is a schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. The schoolmaster teaches us about our own spiritual condition, that we have fallen short of the glory of God. The law says thou shalt not, but we have. And the more we struggle and strive to not, the more we realize we are incapable of keeping the law of God. That the law of God is too high for us, even in its simplicity of the Ten Commandments. Because it is a law which envelops everything under those commandments. The problem with laws, of course, is the more specific they are, the more ways there are to avoid them. Because the more you tie something down to specific circumstances, the less circumstances are actually contained in that law. God gives us ten simple commandments. And in those commandments, everything is enveloped and so we we find ourselves unable to keep the law the law brings us then to a point where we realize that we we need to be forgiven Uh, we need a way of salvation we need someone to save us and that is christ it is through jesus christ that we are forgiven it is through jesus christ that we are saved again in matthew 23 and verse 13 we read but woe unto you scribes and pharisees hypocrites For ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For ye neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye them that are entering to go in. Uh, Such an example may be in this ninth chapter where this man who uh, was blind uh, comes and and Jesus finds him again. And the the, the blind man uh, speaks to Jesus and Jesus says, do you believe on the Son of God? In chapter 9 verse 35. Uh, When he had found him, he said, Dost thou believe on the Son of God? He answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast both seen him, and it is he that talketh with thee. And he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. 
You'll see immediately before that in chapter, in verse 34, right, the last uh, five words of that verse, and they cast him out. So he's been cast out of the synagogue, but Jesus says, do you believe on the Son of God? And of course, he has seen him, he's seen him now, uh, because he has been made to see from his blindness. But the scribes and the Pharisees, well, they shut up the kingdom of heaven against men because they forbade people to trust in Christ. They forbade people from going through the door. They actually stopped them from going from the door in a very literal way. But that continues in these days. And all the false teachers in this world of every religion, of every philosophy, of every way of keeping people away from Christ are the false teachers who will not enter in through the door. And again, as we say, there are, uh, there are multitudes and all kinds of manners of, of teaching are given. Other religions, of course, keep us from Christ. Uh, Christ is denied in other religions. Christ is diminished in other religions. In Hinduism, they would accept him as being a god, just one of, of the thousands and millions of gods they have, an, an avatar or a, a um, <clears throat> one that represents uh, Brahma. But... Uh, they diminish him then because he is the the son of God, uh, one and only. Then Islam, of course, deny that he is God. They deny he is the son of God. Uh, they deny that salvation is through him. So in the false religions, and there are many religions around in these days, of course, which are also taught, uh, Christ is diminished or he is denied. And then, of course, we have atheism, and we have uh, secularism, and we have the evolutionary uh, teachings and all of those things. What are they there for? They're to make people doubt that salvation is in Christ. Now, and we understand that because as we would seek, seek to speak to people about Christ, uh, many won't even begin to listen about the way of salvation. They are directed away from the door. And Jesus says, I am the door. But there are scattering shepherds. And the shepherds are the people who are leading others. And uh, the term, the sheeple, has been uh, coined by someone. People who follow others. And of course, we all follow others in different ways. We're all learning the whole time. There are people that we look up to. There are people that we listen to. Uh, we hear of those on the internet in these days who are called influencers. Why? Because they have an influence to make people buy this or to buy that or to do this or to do that. And people do stupid things, don't they? Sometimes we have heard of things taught on TikTok or in, in some other platform which are ridiculous. And people try them. People have been killed. People have been maimed. Uh, and uh, all kinds of uh, ridiculous things have been taught because others follow them. Jesus says, these are all thieves and robbers, scattering shepherds. There are the selfish shepherds also. We read from Ezekiel 34, and the Lord said to the shepherds there, Woe be to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? Ye eat the fat, ye clothe you with the wool, ye kill them that are fed, but ye feed not the flock. The diseased have ye not strengthened, neither, neither have ye healed that which was sick. Listen to someone preaching and uh, who said that when he was in Bible college, 
Uh, he thought that he would uh, appeal to one of these big mega ministries in America because uh, uh, they uh, were able to buy private jets and, and cars and big houses and huge auditoriums and everything else. They had so much money, uh, they, they uh, were able to keep on spending it. And he thought, well, I'll, I'll appeal to them. Uh, they say to us, well, we, we need to support the ministry. And the more we support the ministry, the more we will get from the Lord. And that's the teaching, of course, of this prosperity gospel. So he appealed to them, but uh, they weren't interested in, in supporting his ministry. They weren't interested in supporting him because they wanted to feed on the sheep rather than feed the sheep. We need to be very careful of these, the selfish shepherds. And then, of course, the predators. Uh, we read of David when he spake to Saul concerning Goliath. Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. And the servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. So the predators then are those who, like Goliath, stand against us to make us fear and to fear to be a child of God. And they can be those who are uh, uh, violent against us or they can be just those who would mock. And of course, that was exactly what Goliath did when he came out and stood in the valley and he mocked the children of Israel. And no one dared go out and fight him until David said, I will go. This young stripling of a boy would go and fight against the giant. He wasn't cowed. He wasn't afraid. He would go and fight against them. And the, the, we have these predators then also against the, the sheep of the Lord. So the Lord says, all that ever came before me, all that came to them, this door, there were thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. And then, of course, the Lord Jesus himself not only is the door, but he is also the shepherd of the door. Verse, 20, uh, verse 2, rather, it says, But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. I always think of the, the porter as being uh, the conscience, as being the Spirit of God working upon the conscience. And until this, the Lord Jesus Christ comes to that door, and the porter opens... Because they hear his voice, their conscience condemns them and they hear the voice of a saviour who will deliver. And the Lord is able to deliver you this morning. If, the, if your conscience has troubled you, if your conscience has told you that you need salvation, then that salvation is in Jesus Christ. Have you heard his voice? Have you heard his voice? And it's a singular entrance. Jesus says, I say unto you i am the door of the sheep i am the door by me if any man enter in he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture there is no other door there is just the one and of course the sheepfold has that one door so that there is no way out or in apart from that door and jesus is the door in matthew seven fourteen, well-known words again because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life and few there be that find it well, there is a way but that way is in christ and in christ alone 
Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ today, then you are not saved. There is no salvation apart from him. You must be trusting in Christ. You must have come in through Christ. You must have been, uh, uh, had that opening of conscience and of, uh, and of heart to, to accept and to hear the voice. If you have not heard the voice of Christ, if you have not heard the call of Christ, if you have not responded to that call, then you are not his. The Lord speaks and his sheep hear his voice. There is a singular entrance then. It is a saving entrance. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. He shall be saved. The Lord is our saviour. And of course, here we read also concerning the fact that the shepherd lays down his life for the sheep in verse 17. Therefore doth my father love me because I lay down my life that I might take it again. And here is the source of our life. It's the very fact that Christ laid down his life and when he takes it again, he takes with him his sheep. And all who go with him and all who have heard his voice. It is a saving entrance. We might uh, come to mind that verse which is really not uh, that well connected, but the entrance of thy word giveth light. But there is an entrance, an entrance, and that entrance is Christ. And we can go in through him. Do we know the Savior? Do you know the Savior? Uh, we read in verse 15, As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. Do we know the Father? Jesus says in John's Gospel, in fact, it's recorded for us, uh, that if anybody knows the Father, then they know Jesus Christ also. He says in this very chapter, I and my Father are one. And he speaks of that safety that is in Christ Jesus. It's a secure entrance. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. It's secure. Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ knows those who are his. Now the door is opened to those who are his. Those are uh, they which uh, are given to him of his father. And we think about those who have not yet come to Christ, but they are in the hands of the Father because the Father has given them to Christ. Therefore, my Father, uh, which is greater than all, the Lord Jesus says in verse 29, no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. There is a security for Christ's people. And then finally, the enfolding. There is the seeking of the sheep, first of all. Or I have... Uh, the psalmist says in Psalm 119 and verse 176, I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek thy servant, for I do not forget thy commandments. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. And we can say that this morning. We can say to the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, I am like a lost sheep. Come and seek and save thy servant. Let us appeal to him that he might come and seek us. Uh, the Lord again says, I I." I am come to seek and to save that which was lost. And if you are lost, if you recognize that you are lost, if you are one who is, as it were, bleating out on the rocky mountainside, then the Lord Jesus will hear your voice. Call upon him. 
Cry out to him. Say, Lord, save me. Deliver me. Seek me. Bring me into the fold. The seeking of the sheep is to enfold them. Enfold, en, meaning in. And the fold, of course, is that place that is where the shepherds are. And and to fold, bring them into the fold. And that is the requirement of every child of God, of every person who will be in glory in that great shepherd, in that great fold. All, All must come through Jesus Christ. All must be sought. All must be brought. All must gain entry. And then finally, the securing of the sheep. We know that the Lord is jealous over his people. We read in Zechariah chapter 10 and verse 3, Mine anger was kindled against the shepherds, and I punished the goats. For the Lord of hosts hath visited his flock, the house of Judah, and hath made them as a goodly horse in the battle. The securing of the sheep. The Lord hath visited his flock. We are secure if we are in Christ's. Our motto this year is, He hath said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. That's our security. Because Christ is our shepherd. Because he has laid down his life for the sheep. Because he is the good shepherd. The hireling fleeth, but Christ never flees. And we, each one, need to trust in him for salvation. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ? The Lord Jesus here as he speaks uh, the parable of the, uh, of the, the um the door of the sheep he that entereth not in by the door into the sheepfold he's speaking in particular directly to those who were gathered around him the pharisees uh in verse 40 of chapter 9 you'll see the connection and some of the pharisees which were with him heard these words and said unto him are we blind also jesus saith unto them if you were blind you should have no sin but now ye say we see therefore your sin remaineth and what he is saying there is, you, you're, you're telling the people that you know the way of salvation. And yet you are leading them away from me. So you don't know the way of salvation. So you have a sin in the fact that you are telling everybody to follow you. When you should be telling everybody to follow me. And so he goes on and says, He that entereth not in by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. He's speaking directly of them. But you'll see in verse 6 of chapter 10, this parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. They understood not. They didn't even recognize themselves. And they didn't recognize him. The Lord Jesus speaks. We hear his voice. Have you heard his voice this morning? Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior and as your Lord? If not, call upon him. Call upon him. As David, who said, I am uh, as a sheep, uh, having gone astray, seek thy servant, for I do not forget thy commandments. Amen. Amen.